0: I think I'm a special one. What are we doing? What are we doing? All
1: right. What's up, Chad? What's going on? Big news coming in Super League.
0: This Uh is a... uh... Bit of a like a surprise episode, episode twenty-two, right? I mean, we had to jump on it quick. Everything's yeah, yeah. happening so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we missed like tons of breaking news the past two days, but luckily, I feel like we hit. We're gonna hit a lot of good news tonight, and then by the time you're listening to this, like there might be three other huge pieces of news that we just leave out, but hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's still worth it. Um, so yeah, I was thinking. Originally, you know, I put out that picture on Instagram. You had your senior day for college. So like, I'm coaching, we're playing, do all this stuff. We'll talk about it next time. There's the Champions League quarterfinals. Uh, I, I feel like there's just too much. Like, we're, this, we'll stick to UEFA Super League in this one. And, uh, and like, everything kind of surrounding it. Cool with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Going so, on. We got to stay consistent, though. What are you wearing?
1: So I don't know if I've worn it before, but I got my Port Vale kit. Uh, Port Vale, I'm pretty sure they still play in uh, League Two in England. Uh, I don't I think they're very good. I tried getting into some of their games because I had the jersey. And, yeah, I, and I'm plus. I'm pretty sure they might have got relegated from League Two, but I'm not 100% uh, sure. So they wouldn't even be in FIFA anymore? I don't know. I don't think they are. Uh, that's I haven't checked. But uh,
0: I like because it got a collar. <laughs> collar kits, I really like them I actually had uh my sophomore year at Stevenson in college we had a collar kit and turns out like the kit NTA has certain like specifications for kits so like it turns out the kit was illegal like you're not you weren't <laughs> allowed to like wear it for an NCA game but we just wore it anyway the brand was 90 minutes so on this on this collar if you flipped it up underneath the collar said 90 minutes which is funny because, like, we'd go into overtime and play like 110 minutes or something. Ah, uh, yeah, they don't want to be 90 minutes anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm so a lot of the jerseys I have, and actually a few that I haven't worn on here yet. I got a couple, you know, Man City's, Chelsea's, some bigger clubs. Not the day for that. I wanted something European, I wanted something more authentic. Uh, you're wearing Port Vale, lower divisions in England. I'm wearing a little D- oh, yeah, exactly. Yep. That was my reasoning, too. Yeah. So Olympiacos, they could theoretically win the Greek league, make it to the champions league, make it to the top of the soccer world. Port Vale, same thing, just way smaller scale. Actually on the collar of this Jersey is a phrase. It must be the club phrase. I don't know. It says, we keep on dreaming. And I just, I just love it. And like, kind of leads us into our theme today, UEFA super league, right? So basically you it's, was it you know there's been rumblings about this for a while now but sunday you know news starts breaking um all of the biggest clubs in europe are starting a super league to compete with the champions league um so it's basically who is it england you have- a
1: rundown of how
0: it would be set up yeah so well first we have okay uh, i'll go chelsea let's see chelsea man united man city tottenham arsenal Liverpool, uh, Italy, Italian teams, you had AC Milan, Inter Milan, Juve. Spain, you had Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. In Germany, they, they declined. RB Leipzig declined, Bayern Munich declined, Borussia Dortmund declined, and in France, PSG declined. Um, so, like, I, how is this supposed to even, like, be set up? Do you know, like, how the competition was supposed to go? So, I think the first year... I
1: uh, don't think it would have been next season, but the season after was I would start.
0: Yeah, August twenty two, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right. Is that next? Yeah, that's yeah. not this August. The next one. Yeah. So, uh, those
1: teams, like for example, Chelsea, or whatever. If they if they were to have joined, they would not be in the Premier League mm-hmm. and not be in the Champions League. It would be something different. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like. They would also have their a midweek schedule as well. Yeah, well, so that's all they're playing in. Mm-hmm. And Wait. then had the twelve uh, original teams like what the teams that you just mentioned, and then they mm-hmm. planned on getting up to twenty eventually. Mm-hmm. But there would be qualifications, uh, like qualification process for teams to yeah. get into it.
0: Yeah, I didn't understand the qualification process, and uh, no. honestly, like so part of the the fight was that. These teams wanted to break away from the Champions League. I guess UEFA is pretty corrupt. I mean, we know like, FIFA is pretty corrupt. And they were going to have these games midweek in place of the Champions League. But I don't know if, if they thought they could do their domestic league and the Super League at the same time. But basically, UEFA and the domestic leagues just like kicked them out. They were like, if you join the Super League, you're not allowed in the domestic competitions. And the big one was that all of the players playing in this league would not be allowed in FIFA, like, the World Cup. So I think that's what really caused all of the the hoopla, like, the uproar.
1: So I'm sure anyone listening, a soccer fan, basically yeah. knows the whole idea of what's going on. But mm-hmm. I have not read, like, read or seen anyone that, like, an actual soccer fan, like, that's for this league. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs>
1: we haven't even talked about it. What, what do you think?
0: Yeah, honestly, like, all right. So I'm thinking like what these people are thinking, one, you get a ton of money, right? There's a huge cash bonus as soon as it was going to start. And that was their thinking that we get the biggest clubs in, give them money. They'll spend more money on players. We'll get tons of, uh, you know, tons of TV money. Um, And I think they thought it was a good idea. I think they thought they were coming out like, you know, like a big baller thinking, um, you know, we're going to have a great game every week. And Bayern Munich is going to play PSG or like, well, not in this case, because they they declined. But Chelsea is going to play Man City and Barcelona is going to play Inter Milan. And like it was just all like basically Champions League quarterfinals or better quality games. And I think they thought the fans were going to be for that. And to me, the, the pushback for me was like, it's not fair that. You're just in. Like, what has Tottenham done or Arsenal done to qualify for this? Exactly. Are they valued Did as the most popular club? To- huh? Did you listen to Gary Neville's rant? Yeah. Oh, he was great, dude. Yeah. yeah. They like so these teams that like okay, we could all agree Tottenham's a huge club. Maybe they are the be- uh, top 15 biggest clubs in the world, but on the field they're not that good. And like, how do you qualify? I think top four in the Premier League is fair to qualify for the Champions League. At least it's something that you could invest in and try to go towards to qualify. But you're just you're basically letting them pay for a free pass into this tournament every year. And like maybe down the road they let some teams qualify based on sporting merit, but that's not fair. Tottenham and Arsenal just get in automatically because they're a big club. Or Man United get in because they're a big club. Like it should be like you perform well and you get in. And theoretically, you know, this was going to close the pyramid. It was going to say like like who's to say that Newcastle in 10 years might not be a top 10 biggest club in the world or Atalanta or like, you know, anybody really. Yeah.
1: Like for example, Arsenal and Tottenham, like, what have they done in the past years to even show that they deserve to be at like the the top, like who determines the pick?
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. It's Um, almost like who's, who's to say you're the biggest club. Do you have the highest net worth that does the owner, is the owner the most rich? Is it the most fans, you know?
1: I was listening to this one podcast, soccer podcast. This dude was going on a rant saying like it's it's about like the, what the rich think. Like when in life do you ever get like picked to be like, you know? Mm. Like why is Arsenal and Tottenham being picked to be put in this like yeah. who chooses this, you know?
0: Yeah. It, it it's it's basically I think they just picked who has the most like staying power and like sticking power and who like who could shell out the most money for players who could benefit the most from bringing on this money it's like okay if you're extending it to we we just keep picking on arsenal and tottenham one cuz it's fun yeah, no, but like but... who's to say like Leicester? like they've performed better they probably have a higher worth squad than arsenal right now why are they not in you know is it is it's literally just take a snapshot in time who are the theoretically like who are the theoretical most valuable clubs right now but That snapshot is invalid in five years or 10 years or two years, but no, now they just have a free pass to this league every year. So that's where I think everybody thought it was, it was a bad idea. Yeah. And it goes
1: to show like where the owners of these teams are at. Yeah. Like, do do you think they know anything about soccer? Mm -hmm. Probably not. They're from foreign countries, buying clubs just to make money. So Mm -hmm. they bring them into this thinking, Oh, it's just, just an investment but really like it's it's changing the way soccer is
0: in yeah Europe. and we'll, we'll get like, to like some other stuff in like later in the episode i think like people were blaming it on these american owners coming in like the glazers own um man united the fenway group own liverpool Cronky i think he's the guy like behind like walmart he owns arsenal so like they were like oh they want to americanize sports i think they just see a path to get a free pass to the big money all the time. But soccer is, is built like, especially in Europe on like an ecosystem, there's like promotion relegation. It's not here in the U S but in other countries, you could start a grassroots club and theoretically work your way up. You get promoted, you, you invest money, you get what you put in it. You know, you perform on the field, you work your way up, you invest in stadiums, players, infrastructure. And like, you could be as good as, your means allow you could work your way up to to be a man city or something like that but this closes it if leicester want to invest hundreds of million dollars in players and be the top team in the premier league now it's like what's the point you're going to get into a champions league without the other best teams in the world no they really are trying i think they are trying to
1: americanize it because you know like they're trying to make these teams into like a franchise yeah i don't see i don't think it's united states does with their sports teams
0: I don't think like okay it's an american idea i guess but i don't think it's uh the glazers from man united being like let's americanize this i just think they see one like other sports franchises like in the u.s they happen to be in the u.s they make a lot of money but they make a lot of money because they can kind of eliminate their competition and control who's the biggest you know who has the biggest share in the the most important stuff that happens in like every business so like just from a business standpoint, like Man is run by, I don't know, Middle Eastern people, you know. So I don't, I don't know who who it is or like some prince or something. So like, it, they're not trying to, you know, Saudi Arabianize the, the how they play too. It's not just Americanized. It's just the smart business move. And if you sink, sit back and think of it as an asset and not a, a soccer club, it's a good move. You're gonna make a lot of money.
1: It's like the American theory of like. MLS teams do it all the time. They start mm-hmm. up a franchise just, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like, thinking, like, that's just going to succeed. But, like, a club like Port Vale, like, you know how – they can't even – I have no clue where they are, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but somewhere around League Two. Yeah. You know how hard it is for them to probably stay up in League Two? Yeah. Yeah, they, they probably would kill, obviously, to go yeah. up to the Premier League. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, these rich owners up in the Premier League, Or like, yeah, I can do this. Like I, like I'm chosen. Like I don't need the Premier League, you know. Yeah. Which yeah, I'm not sure. Like, did did they like choose to leave the Premier League or the like?
0: Or like, I think their thinking was that they could play both at least to start, and just replace the Champions League. No, they were they were going to get literally kicked out of the domestic, (coughs) of the domestic like league. uh, Okay, and I heard like they were gonna like uh, take points off them, um, and even they were gonna get kicked out of the Champions League too. So like literally, PSG is the only non-Super League club left.
1: But the so fact there's... that they would still want to be in the Super League after being told that they would get kicked
0: out—yeah, well, I and think I heard they, they
1: were get a minus ten points at the start of next season. They're going, going to?
0: You're saying, or they should? Like that's what I heard. If if Super League were to all through. Yeah, you got to hit them like at least where it hurts. Some people were saying take away all their trophies, like transfer ban, whatever. I don't know how you really enforce that if they're starting their own league. Um, forget what I was gonna say, but yeah, I was gonna say something too, and I forgot. We're just like kind of shooting from the hip here, but really, like I think the the biggest thing is this could change the way soccer is. Like soccer in every like Europe, the the whole ecosystem survives because there's bigger clubs that are scouting and they want the best players and they buy them to compete in the best competitions. So if the pool of teams that are buying the best players is just taking chunks of that money, like there's only a certain amount of money that's going to be put into soccer football around the world. Right. And even if soccer grows, the pool of money is just going to keep going to the biggest and biggest clubs. And if this super league like took all that money, there's less money to go to even the top teams in the, in the Premier League like Leicester or West Ham or the top teams left in, uh, you know, lo, uh, like La Liga, like Real, Real Betis or something like that. So there's just less money to go around, and they're just eating it up and eating it up. And, you know, there's less growth, and they're going to have more money to spend on more players and higher wages. And it's literally just raises the level of the Super League, and everybody else gets left, left down.
1: Uh, You think this is, like, a test run? Like, you think this could – like, we heard today that, like, all Premier League teams are dropping out of this. I don't Mm -hmm. know about the Italian or Spanish teams, Mm -hmm. but do you think something like this could happen again? Like, maybe starts – like, talks start picking up again.
0: Yeah, I honestly think – I think they wanted to start this, and I heard uh, Juventus and, like, Real Madrid started planning it back in, like, August or September – Um, but I think they wanted to start this and they're like, if it goes, then great. If not, we like learn from it. But I think FIFA and UEFA putting those sanctions on the, on the club saying no world cup, no domestic, uh, competition. I think that was like them trying to like get at each other and it's like a power play. And, uh, so maybe the, the big like super league clubs just go back and get a bigger share of the TV revenue from the EPL TV deals. And they like negotiated that way, which in theory, then it worked. But uh, but yeah, but you mentioned it. Um, all of the Premier League teams are dropping out at this point. Middle of the day today, Man City dropped out. Chelsea dropped out. And then Man United's what chairman or something, uh, he resigned. And then I think it was just like domino effect. I mean, like apparently Harry Maguire, and Luke Shaw went to this like chairman guy and like complained about it. All of the Liverpool players were, like, going nuts on Twitter.
1: I heard I Jordan the- Henderson
0: had a captain's meeting for every captain in the Premier League. Oh, that's kind of tough. You probably got him on a Zoom.
1: <laughs> My roommate is a Liverpool fan, and he said that one player he hates the most in the whole world is Jordan Henderson. I'm like, that's the captain of your favorite team. Like, how yeah. do you
0: – Henderson's you good, him? too.
1: But when I heard that, I was
0: like, wow. Yeah, I, I like Jordan Henderson. And the, I don't think the players wanted it either because you're taking away FIFA – and I think they, they see the fact that, like, there's money to be made and huge wages in this potential Super League, but it could disrupt everything else. And, I mean, think about it. Unless you're in the Super League, you're going to make so much less money trying to get to the Super League. Like, think about it. If you're a 20-year-old player playing for, uh, like, a middle-table French team, right? Before you make – if you're a Riyad Mahrez before going to Leicester or something like that. Like, you're not making as much money. There's less room to grow. And it's like, a basically, you just have to get to the Super League, and then you've made it. And yeah. it, it, it it would kill the rest of the European ecosystem there.
1: Now, two things. One, you think players would be – if this happened, you think players would be
0: interested to transfer out, or you think they'd be making too much money? To... The, the players in there, I think, would be making too much money. But then – how do you yeah, get players yeah. to leave too? Like players would just try to sign huge contracts. And then like you'd end up with like these huge squads because, okay, guy like Henderson or a guy like Milner, like you want to keep them around and they, they probably negotiate huge contracts, but like Liverpool still are going to have money to spend. So are they just going to go spend it on someone, but then keep Milner? Like Milner, like there's – I'm trying to think of like another guy. Like think of a, a Lingard, right? He wants to go to West Ham to play. He could still make a lot of money. But if all the money is in the Super League, why would he leave? There's no point of going somewhere to test himself to try and improve his form. He's just going to stay with the money. So eventually these squads would just get so big, too, that like they're just paying ridiculous amounts of money, and the clubs have the money to spend.
1: Now, I find that I have an interesting thought. What if they did create the Super League? But there's, like, promotion and relegation. So, like, the winner of the Premier League, the winner of Serie A, the winner of La Liga, they send one to go Mm -hmm. up. And, like, three come down. Imagine
0: that. Three come down. Like, three go back down to their uh, leagues. So, you mean, like, the highest finishing? So, like, Man City and Chelsea are both in the Super League. But Man City finishes first. Chelsea finishes second in the Premier League. So, City are in the top division of the Super League? City would go.
1: No, say Everton win the Premier League because all the top six are in the Super League. Yeah. And say Chelsea finishes last. In the Super League? Yeah. Everton go up to the Super League.
0: I mean, that's that's like a better idea. I don't know if it would work, but I'm just saying like.
1: I don't know if they were like maybe thinking about doing
0: that. Now that's something that I think would work because it it would, it would still suck money out of the domestic leagues, which I don't think they want, but it's a champions league, but revised so that you get the best teams playing more often, but also giving teams like a a way to be included, even if it's like a bit of a long shot.
1: That's the thing. The people who created the super league were probably not expecting people to
0: no, I to, think – I really think they thought people would love it. I think they were like, yeah, Real Madrid and uh, and Juve every week. Like, yeah. like, And I think people, I think it would be cool too, but that's what makes it cool when they play in the Champions League. Yeah. And it, it, would, it would get old, and I think, okay, you're an AC Milan fan. Like, what, what do you gain from winning this league? There's no stakes. There's no history. It's like, okay, I won this league that exactly. nobody earned the right to play in. We're just here because Man. someone paid me. Facts. It would, it would be like, uh, it would be like the richest guys in the world starting like a, a golf tournament or something, and it's like a huge buy in, but like they win, and it's like for what? Like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson weren't in it. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like it's a stupid example, but like it's the same thing. I get what you're saying. You're leaving out guys that could be better than you or could earn a spot in that, just because you are. You don't even know why you're a super league or why you're a super team. Is it payroll? Is it squad? Is it like net worth? Is it the owners, you know, total fans? And another thing, too, is like because they're like, rich. Yeah. People, uh, what about money? Yeah. A lot of like, I think the fans in England did a great job. Like today, Chelsea played and the Chelsea supporters like blocked the team bus from getting in. They like chased it away and they sent like Peter Checkout to try and like talk to the fans to let them through. Really? Yeah. Um,
1: and he's probably, with- just sitting, he's probably just sitting in the seat, and like, yeah. uh, they're like, "Yeah, can you go talk to him
0: real quick?" Yeah, yo, P- yo, Peter, we need you. Um, Liverpool did something similar. They like Liverpool fans like took down all their banners or something, and uh, and I think like it's like okay, you have these generations of fans that that built these clubs, and now you're just catering to the, you know, these these teams are huge in Asia, India, like. The Americas, like se- like, you know, you're just catering to these like, I'm not gonna call them plastics because there's big fans all around the world, but these fans that aren't the ones that built the club, just for money for greed, you can't. It's hard to blame them because money, you know. No, yeah. Um, but we we were talking about the clubs that, that pulled out. Uh, Inter Milan and AC Milan both pulled out. Juve is yet to say anything, but Allegri, who's like their longtime is that the name Allegri? Allegri the coach. Nat, yeah, know, no, yeah, I'm not thinking of Allegri. What the heck, What's what his name? The coach? I don't know if he's Who's the? Uh, Anelli, An- that's his name. Uh, Anelli's the the longtime um, like CEO, like head guy there. He stepped down from Juve, which is like a big deal. Today. Yeah, and they they still haven't said anything yet. Real Madrid hasn't hasn't said anything yet. Apparently, Barça is about to leave. You know, Atletico, like, what the heck are they doing there? Um So, you know, and they were going to ask, like, Porto to be in. It's like, what do
1: you
0: – you know, it just really doesn't make sense. Um But, yeah, all these teams started pulling out, and, you know, I'm happy that they are. Yeah, it really – like, it
1: sucks that, like, that their intentions were just to make money. They didn't, like, mm. consider uh, – Yeah.
0: Consider if you're
1: – like The history yeah. of the club and the leagues
0: definitely go listen to Gary Neville's rant about it I, I like he's got a good podcast not not quite as good as ours but you know uh yeah, yeah he, he's got a good one and uh, Rio Fernand did too I, I heard a, a rant from Rio Fernand too Rio um but and these fans weren't going to stop supporting the team like it's hard to say uh you, like you're a yeah, you're a Liverpool fan, you just stop supporting the team. Like, it's hard to say no, but you could still hate the owners for the greed and that kind of stuff. Like, you could feel no, no, uh, like, attraction to the, the people that are running the club and still like the club. So, like, when
1: Liverpool won the league last year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, what was it, the first time in, like, 30 years or something? Yeah. That probably meant, like, so much to them. Mm-hmm. But they compare like though but they'd be playing they played less competition than what they would be playing in the super league like now if liverpool won the super league yeah like i guess the fans would be excited or whatever but it's not the same as winning like the premier league which like
0: mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's like it's like what does that mean what are the stakes um it's hard for like me to s- say a whole lot because obviously i'm not a fan of one of the super league teams or even like i mean you're a fan of everton but Yeah, win the Premier League if they left. (laughs) I don't know. You'd probably still finish eighth.
1: No, we'd finish behind West Ham and Leicester.
0: West Ham's nice, though. So is Leicester. Yeah, it's like who's to say that Leicester's not a super team? Like, they've been outperforming some of these other teams. Um, One thing I do think I want to talk about, like, before I really thought this through and, like, kind of thought about, like, some of the big club implications is, like, think about FIFA putting the power play on – uh, the Nate the Super League and saying none of these players can play in the World Cup but we could all agree that the the Qatar World Cup was pretty corrupt but if you're not going to allow some of the best players in the World Cup to play like one it's going to kill the World Cup it's going to kill like you know generations of fans uh like who like I was thinking like worst case scenario like what happens if you know it rips the you know these federations apart like what if Someone in U.S. soccer has a different say that, you know, Pulisic and Serginho Dest can't play in the World Cup. And there's differing views. And the Super League starts their own World Cup. And then there's, like, a whole other U.S. soccer federation that could, like, come about. And there's, like, two national teams. And, like, I don't know. It just gets, like, crazy weird. And like Soccer is already confusing you, enough. Yeah. The, the, what if the U.S. soccer federation just split in half and, like, Then there's no governing body for the whole youth game. Like it could, it could in 10 years, like this could have like just changed soccer and like thrown it all off. Like there, this could wipe, this could have wiped out soccer. Who knows? So there would just be no more soccer. It's the ecosystem is so it dude. It's like taking away the rainforest, man. It's (laughs) dude. It's like, like, or like killing all of like the, the, you know, like the bumblebees, they like spread, stuff from flowers that are like really important. Like it's so important to go like be a club that poaches young players from these leagues that eventually sell them to bigger leagues. Those clubs, if they can't sell at a certain rate, they don't, you know, it's just, there's a whole like thing going around, you know, it's hard to like put into words, but you could see how that could happen. You know, do you think, do you think they would really not let players play in the World Cup? I think eventually they would have. I just think it was FIFA trying to, like, be really hard on them. You can't have a World Cup without, like, some of the best guys. And the rumor or, like, the conspiracy was that PSG is owned by, like, Qatar Airways or some, you know, Qatarian people. And they were, they were just holding out so that, like, Mbappe and all those guys could play in the Qatar World Cup, and then they would just join – or so that they'd win the Champions League by forfeit and then they and then they join the Super League at some point.
1: Yeah. I heard they were going to make a decision on that, but I guess if teams decide they're dropping out, I guess they're not going to make a decision on the Champions League.
0: For the anti-Super League people, which is the majority it seemed like, I think Just it av- helped that it, they framed it as the the rich against the poor or the fans versus the big businessmen, which – it, it kind of is, but you could see – I could see both sides as to the big businessman wanting to make more money, but also trying to give the fans the best games possible. Uh, but, yeah, I think it helps that Marcus Rashford comes out or, like, ander Herrera came out and said, like, no, like, football's for the fans. Like, this is – you know, it was built by these guys, so.
1: Yeah. I, I really wonder – like, a lot of players have said stuff. I really wonder, like, what what – what they would do yeah you
0: know? yeah i mean they should have came out and said like i'm not playing in the super league but like, they probably, probably make like a ton of money but like that's it, just
1: not like well, i read kevin de Bruyne's. that's my yeah. guy uh he said like it's not it's not why he started like in his he basically said it's not why he
0: started playing you mm-hmm. know he said something like at the end he was like dreamers dreamers keep dreaming or something which is like on the back of my chair on the collar we keep on dreaming Yes, sir, um, I had something else good to say. I, I saw something on Twitter. Someone was saying Pulisic makes like about 10 million at Chelsea. Would he take like 4 million less to play for like West Ham or something like that? And like, would these guys take wages, a wage cut to play in a world cup? And like, it really like wouldn't make sense for these players if they're offered this, this huge wage. I think, but if you really think long term, it's best to try and refine whatever the Champions League is so that everybody could play in these competitions and it's and it's more inclusive. Well, if you think about it, um,
1: the China, it's like the Chinese League. Like a lot of players could <laughs> go to the Chinese League if they wanted to and make like a ton of money. Yeah. Is it similar in that way? You know what I mean? Because – I mean, the Chinese league's not the same quality as the Super League.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, but players aren't making as much um, playing in a in a better league like the Premier League or something. Yeah. But if they go to the, uh, the Chinese league, maybe they'll be making like something crazy, yeah.
0: like twenty five million or something. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I wonder. I guess it'd be up to the player and like, all right. So a guy like Marcus Rashford, good guy, comes out and like against you know talking about it. it's for the fans he's against it but like if you put him up to it and he he makes eight million dollars and you said the super league you could make 15 million dollars a year and we're giving you a six-year contract making that much like is he gonna say no probably yeah. not like i mean who knows how much
1: really how much money will be gone into because like yeah. some anchor isn't it like jp morgan
0: or something yeah jp morgan was gonna like for you're going to spend 4.6 billion to like get it off the ground or something. I, I also heard each club was going to get 3.5 billion, but like that, that didn't seem right. It seemed too much. Um, yeah. I don't know how the mm. finances work there. But. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like we covered this, you know, pretty, pretty well. Like we just, the one thing I, I do want to say, I want to talk about, we can get back to Europe, but when people say they're trying to Americanize a sport and then they there's a lot of people on Twitter that are using this as a to, to get promotion relegation in the United States. And like, you know, I, I get it. it. It sounds the same. It sounds like, oh, U.S. soccer is not inclusive. Like European, like the Super League would not be inclusive. And American soccer is already not inclusive. So they're the same. And I, I really don't think that's true. I think, it, you know, I would like to see promotion relegation in the U.S. And I used to not think that, but there's like, we were trying to start a league that, and every other league had failed in the United States, and MLS just happened to like do well with these franchise fees, and it was a way to get more business owners in. Now, has it gotten out of hand selling these random franchise fees to a team like somewhere like Austin or um, you know St. Louis, where there was already soccer teams? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, is there a way to integrate it? Probably, but you know, it does guarantee that there's good owners willing to invest instead of, you know, so St. Louis. What, what's the St. Louis MLS team coming? FC? No, it's like Sporting St. Louis or something, I think. I, I don't know, something stupid. Sporting St. Louis, here we go. <laughs> with, with, with this crap. St. Louis SC. No, but there was St. Louis FC in, uh, in the USL. Okay. And, like, the, the MLS team got announced and then they just folded. So it's, there's, they are soccer communities, but it in the U S like you kind of need a good owner to guarantee that the club can stay around, but there is an argument that like, so I'm just thinking now there's four, five NPSL PDL type grassroots teams in our area that could all in theory, if you could get promoted from a men's league to the, fifth tier the fourth tier all the way up to the top tier they could say hey we have a youth structure we have like a good base of amateur college type players in our system you know invest in us a little bit we'll build whatever the stadium requirements are and we'll try and pay players more and get promoted to the next level and try and you know have ambition to to build up so i think i think that would be cool um i think talking like what promotion relegation would look like in the United States would be too long for this episode and like a whole different conversation yeah. would require research. Yeah, we talked about uh, it once, right, with the League MX. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it a little bit, which is a little bit similar to the Super League here. But, yeah, I, I would like to see promotion relegation here, but it, it's not the same as this Super League because there's soccer that is doing okay in the U.S., not not flourishing, not what it could be, but it's it's doing OK. And that could still be part of the ecosystem. The, the soccer that isn't perfect here is benefiting from the so, like the thriving ecosystem that the domestic leagues and the Champions League has created with the Super League. I think it like it cuts it off. Right. It, it really puts like a, a hard stop there for this ecosystem. And it would, you would feel it here too. You would feel it at these MLS clubs trying to grow youth players, you know? Yep. That's, um, that's kind of what I got.
1: Yeah. Same. But uh, we'll see in the next couple of days
0: mm-hmm. what happens. I'm sure by the time this is up, something new will happen. Yeah. And honestly, what's probably going to happen is like we'll log off here and then we'll have like three three or four other points to make, uh, I'm going to be honest, dude, like Sunday night and Monday, I was like bummed out. Like I was thinking worst case scenario, like this could ruin soccer. And even if there was still good soccer, like the, one of the things I like about soccer is, is different than American sports. I love American sports. I love football. I love the NBA. Like they're different. And I don't want to argue against the NBA system because I like it, but I like soccer too. I like how it's unique. And there's something else to it and I get like kind of the best of both of it and if soccer were to close it off in that way and really kind of like just hurt the rest of the world I was like really bummed I was gonna be like really bummed out about it and I was I was really like kind of nervous about what it could do to like the youth game too when I first saw
1: it I th- yeah true mm-hmm. um when I first first saw it I thought it would just be like a different type of champions league mm-hmm But now I was thinking about it. Like, they could definitely, like, change up the Champions League a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Um, more so
0: the top teams play each other more often. I guess, like, in – like, I – yeah. But it's also, okay, do you want to give the champion of Turkey or the champion of, uh, you know, Russia, like, a chance to win? Yeah, you do. So, you kind of need those teams as well. Or else, you know, if you just exclude those teams, even if it was just like, even if this Super League was just England, France, Germany, Spain, and Italy, the, the big five, and you took the champions or the top four from each of those leagues, it still isn't inclusive enough because there's still countries that, in theory, could compete it's, with those and invest yeah, in it. teams for like IX mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about it too, like maybe the CONCACAF Champions League should be more inclusive. Like, how cool would it be to have, like, the USL champion in there, you know? Uh, that's, a that's like, a league below, though. Yeah, I get it, but there's no promotion relegation. And, like, you know, there's I, – I say in theory a lot because a lot of this stuff we're talking about right now is in theory. But in theory, a USL team could spend and acquire talent and be, be better than MLS teams, which they're not, but they could be. And because there's no open system to to prove that they like they're not they're not afforded the chance to play in MLS at some point unless they buy their way in, so maybe they should be able to. But then the Open Cup does give that opportunity. Yeah, it does. U.S. Open Cup, which is another one of my complaints because the Open Cup is really not open this year because of COVID. They, you know, it's going to be a lot of pro teams and only a few amateurs and whatever. Yeah. I think they suspended did it though.
1: I, did I see something about the uh, Open Cup? Like, like did they announce the teams and they,
0: groups? They, they did. Group? Um, but I'm pretty sure they suspended it till like middle of summer. They weren't going to do it till later anyway. So, All right. yeah.
1: What's the format? Just saying knockout or I thought I.
0: Yeah, but like way less teams. Okay. Like 16 or 32. Like, to give you an example, there was, I don't know. Like fifty-four possible amateur teams that could have made it, and like they were only picking two of them. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I don't know. We could have played. Almost, bro. Um, anything else? For the Super League. Nah, just hope it happens to so everything goes in the Premier League. I'm just kidding. Yeah and then you win it and it's like for what you know
1: my friend actually texted me uh he's also an everton fan he texted me we would have won in 1718, 10 11 and like two other years we would have won the premier league dang you would have been living nice bro. if those top six teams weren't there
0: so you're firmly in seven yeah some years all right so i think next episode we'll kind of recap uh college stuff, you know what we're doing, maybe Champions league give you an update on this, that kind of stuff. and then I've been I've been saying it for a while, but we haven't been too freaking with some of these episodes that we do have a couple like really good like longer term episode ideas that are like not related to current news, you know They're just like soccer in general topics, which we talked a lot about when we first started the podcast, I think. Uh, so I kind of want to get back to that. I'm actually reading like a few books and I was thinking maybe, we do like some book summaries or like tie those themes into yeah, this like, as well. You could do a book club. Mm-hmm. Speaking, of, speaking of that, though, I was listening to a podcast that I have a bunch of different like weird podcasts I listen to. One of them was, uh, they were talking about the idea of um, like changing your, like knowing that you're wrong and changing your, your view. And then, you know, I don't think Maybe these. Maybe you should pay attention to that. No, dude. I'm, no. <laughs> I'm exactly. Just you, I'm just not you're, wrong.
1: You're already saying you're not wrong.
0: Um, but maybe these clubs saw that they were wrong and changed it. But I just think I just think they didn't think the uh, the backlash would be this big. I don't think they were really wrong. I think they just saw the money. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ready to hop off. Oh, another thing before we before we hop off. Yeah, bro. we're gonna i'm gonna start promoting this i think we're gonna do a podcast fifa tournament we'll uh we'll get it running on social media um you know hit us up on any platform if you know if you're interested i, I think it'd be cool you know uh how would that work we just match everyone that says they want to play we just match them up you know we promote it on social media we match them up give them a week to get the game the first round of games in then we just keep narrowing it down winner gets uh you know, something. I just got some I stickers in if You can see the back of my phone. I got a sticker. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, those are nice. Mm. I, I think I need one, but you haven't given me any yet. I have like 17 of them, so you can have one. Um, For the FIFA tournaments, some are Xbox, some are PlayStation.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that, how that works, so we'll figure it out. All right, cool. Maybe we'll have like a PS4 or a, a PlayStation bracket and an Xbox bracket. Oh dude, I got a. Maybe I'll post a picture on our social media. I got this FIFA 21 poster, and it's but it's like a picture of Mbappe, but it's actually pretty cool. It's not the picture of Mbappe that's on the cover of FIFA. Yeah, it's like a. It's weird. He's like wearing street clothes or something. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it in on our social media. Where'd you get it? eBay. eBay. It was like nine bucks. I'll put it somewhere back here. I don't know where though. I'll figure it out. <laughs> And I'll keep everyone updated. Uh, been
1: opening 1993 NPSL soccer cards.
0: And nice. I haven't found anyone yet that I know. Do you have a? you have access to like our TikTok and Instagram? Yeah. Just, just make like a TikTok if you open in packs or something. All right. I'll do I'll do that. All right, cool. All right. So that's it for episode uh 22.
1: Yes, sir. Twenty-two. Old pool sick number.
0: Oh, a lawless lot, lot bro. There you go. Yeah. Can't wait till we get to episode eighty for uh, Ronaldinho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys. All right. See. You. Peace.